0: Hey everybody, this is Father John Ricardo with Acts 29, and in the middle of all the craziness and the uncertainty that's going on right now, it seems from our perspective as a team that it's worth using these days to reflect in a more deliberate way on the Scriptures every day, which for many of us now is the only spiritual food that we're receiving. And so we're going to do a special podcast series simply entitled Be Not Afraid, God's Word in Uncertain Times, and we'll try to post something every day usually reflecting on the scriptures so that we can listen in on what God is trying to say to us in these days. Many of us, I'm sure, have seen the news stories in the last couple of days and weeks talking about a a potential for an increase in what they call deaths of despair brought on by this COVID-19 pandemic. I was talking to a friend of mine the other day who works in a parish and has been spending time reaching out, especially to the seniors, over the last uh, couple of months. And I think they've made it through the list twice now in their parish, a large parish. And the first time they reached out to all the seniors, uh, I think people felt pretty decent. uh, Certainly a little bit lonely, but uh, not too bad. And that was at the beginning of this pandemic. And then they just did it again about a week or so ago. And she told me that it was just a marked difference from the first time around much greater sense of isolation, loneliness, uh, some depression, and worse. And so I find the gospel today particularly timely, not just for uh, those seniors that uh, my friend and all those who were assisting her were calling, but for countless people in the middle of these days that we're living in. Jesus today in the gospel makes a promise. He says, peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives, do I give it to you. So do not let your hearts be troubled or afraid. This is the one through whom the universe was made, and the one who, out of love for you and me, became man, walked the earth, went to battle against the power of sin and death and hell. And triumphed. and he promises us that his grace is sufficient for all things. And he tells us that the peace that he gives is not like the peace the world gives. How does the world give peace? The world gives peace by eliminating conflict, and that, my friends, will never happen in this world. If for no other reason then there's always an ongoing conflict going inside of me and inside of you, inside my mind, my heart, my will, and same with you. But Jesus says his peace isn't like that. His peace comes in the middle of conflict. His peace comes in the middle of pandemics. His peace comes in the middle of uh, circumstances that we can't control. The beauty, the unshakable beauty of the peace that God gives us, is that it is not dependent upon what's going on around us. And so I found myself this morning calling to mind in prayer a whole host of people, a priest friend of mine who's recently walked away from his vocation, that the peace of Jesus will take hold of his mind and his heart. Another priest friend who's uh, being moved at the end of next month and leaving his first assignment and is uh, more than a little anxious about where he'll go next. Uh, A couple who's concerned about their son and daughter-in-law and just some unrest that's going on inside that relationship. Another friend whose husband just got diagnosed with cancer. For the countless doctors and nurses that I know who are on the front lines, who are Anxious about the people that they're caring for, who are concerned about their own families to whom they come home every night. For the elderly and the sick and the lonely. For the Archbishop here in Detroit and for all those who assist him. For all the leaders of the Church. For the many who are out of work. For those friends I know whose companies are uh, in uncertain times right now and therefore whose families are uncertain times For those who are graduating or would be graduating right now and are heading into a world which is so uncertain. For those couples who are preparing to get married, who have no idea whether they're even going to be able to have a wedding, let alone a reception. For friends of mine whose children are away from the faith and for whom they're anxious. For a woman whose husband battles with alcohol addiction. For... All the people who are frightened because of their past that God's mercy will not be sufficient for them or that somehow their sin has triumphed over his pardon. For these and so many other people, I'm remembering them at Mass and lifting them before the Lord who promises that his grace is sufficient. Jesus says, do not be troubled. That is, do not be disturbed. Do not be agitated Do not be confused, do not be panicked, do not be unsettled, do not be stirred up. Just keep your eyes on me, he says. Do not be like those who do not know God. That might be the exhortation that Jesus gives us in the gospel today. Those who do not know God, those who don't know that God is a good father, those who don't know that he's not only good and merciful, but powerful, Powerful beyond all telling, that he gives grace that is to say strength for the moment, they're afraid of darn near everything. But you and I are sons and daughters of the King, and we know we have a good father who doesn't just magically make all our problems go away, who's with us in the middle of the challenges and who tells us to keep our eyes on him and that he will provide for us Fear not, little flock, Jesus says. For it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Do you not know who you are to me? I will take care of you and those you love. I will provide for you. Let's keep our eyes on the Lord today. Let's thank him for this gift of peace, which is not uh, dependent upon, contingent upon circumstances. Let's ask the Holy Spirit to flood our minds and hearts with that grace that Jesus promises us. Do not be afraid. God is with you, and you were born for this.